Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week, we're doing uh, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme. I had to look at it. And I am your host, Fred. I'm Brad. And I'm Steven. Hey, guys. How are the two of you doing? How are you doing there, Brad? Uh, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing good, I guess. That's good to hear. How are you doing, Steven? Doing excellent, actually. So, uh, rained up here a lot, but got some games of MCP in, so everything's good. That's good. Uh, it rained here yesterday on Charleston only. It was like a, a cataclysmic downpour for about 10 minutes yesterday. And then it stopped, and it didn't rain anywhere else. Yeah, it did. It was the weirdest storm. It was the weirdest storm. Uh, if you ha- uh, those of you who are listening out there, you will notice that Brandon is not on the podcast today. Another scheduling conflict happened, and unfortunately, he won't be on the pod today. Oh, you want to uh, you want to hear what the scheduling conflict was last week, Fred? Well, <laughs> I don't want to light him up. Let's let's not. Let's, out. let's just call it a scheduling snafu. Okay. We'll call it a snafu. <laughs> we'll call it a snafu. Which I had last week too. So yeah, the, those things happen. Uh, do you, uh, speaking of which, Stephen, uh, do you have a story to tell about what happened last week? Yes, I do actually. Um, so what we what had happened was <laughs> stories are always good when they start with that line, right? Um, <laughs> Not this past Monday, but the Monday before, uh, I was here at my local store for board game night. And I always welcome people to my board games because all the other board game groups that show up kind of are a little bit standoffish and they don't like new people coming in. And I thought that's the wrong way to approach it. Met a wonderful gentleman uh, named Walter who happened to be here from the Netherlands. And he was uh, working and we played a couple of games and I gave him my number and I said, you know, if nobody's going to show you around or anything, just give me a call and contact me. So, um, until he left on Friday for uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, um, he came over to my little town of Lakewood and I showed him around the place. Uh, Lakewood's fantastic because one, it's right by the lake and two, we got to see a lot of sights and eat a lot of food and, um, yeah, cause, uh, Lakewood with its 5.2 square miles has 107 restaurants in it. So nice. You can imagine the fun we had. So, but, um, no, uh, made a good friend, uh, friend for life. Uh, I took the chance because I was saying to myself, well, you might not see this person again because they live in the Netherlands. So took the chance, did things, uh, to show them around. Um, give him a wonderful time, give him a wonderful impression of uh, what we do here in Ohio. And we'll stay in contact and we'll see where it goes from there. All right. Well, that sounds amazing. That sounds like an incredible uh, interaction. That's what happens when you're you're accepting of new people is that sometimes you'll meet someone who's just really interesting. Well, we as gamers have to stick together, right? Because yeah. we're kind of a little bit on the ostracized side of things because people don't know how to approach us or 
you know, they think of their we're all brain brainiacs and nerdy, and they don't know how to talk to us sometimes, uh, or they think our characteristics are weird. So, yeah, but no, we had a great time. Went by the Park Red Lake, uh, showed them where the Underground Railroad ended for the history, uh, for you know, back in the Civil War times, you know, because that point is where the slaves left and sailed across Lake Erie to Canada to escape America. Oh, wow. And uh, we went to a restaurant that uh, is right on the water by the lake and a couple other eateries. We went to the famous uh, Angelo's uh, Pizza Restaurant, is, and that's where Tom Hanks goes because he did his uh, internship, I believe, here in uh, Cleveland because we have Playhouse Square, which is the second largest live theater production in the United States behind Broadway. Not many people know that. Maybe you do, Fred. Yeah. So I did not know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we well, we've had a lot of actors come through here. So that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. yeah. It sounds like but, you had a great time, and I do not fault you at all for missing the podcast record. It well, thank like you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> hey, speaking so. of which, what's your take on Cassandra Nova? That's the person we covered yesterday. Oh, not yesterday. Last week. And uh, just just real quick, what's your take? Like a uh, couple sentences and a and a letter grade. Um, I hope Professor X is not like her. Me too. when he comes out. Yeah, and um, a D plus. A D plus. Okay. Okay. That. And the fair. plus and the plus is only because she has that. That one tactic card. Yeah. 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 She's, she's, she's kind of underwhelming everyone. I think that, that all of us are pretty down on her. That, that said, that said, that said, she can be useful in some, um, some factions that would feed her power. The trouble is, is the factions that feed her power all tend to have high cost leaders. Yeah. Right. So she she just doesn't she doesn't work very well. She just doesn't function great on the table. But uh that was last week's episode, so uh let's let's shift gears here today. Uh hey Brad. Let's Yeah. Oh actually before I say that, let me talk about uh, uh our tournament schedule coming up. So usually at the South Charleston store at uh, Lost Legion in South Charleston, we hold a tournament for MCP on the third Saturday of every month. But unfortunately, this this month, we're just not going to be able to do it. Uh, we Brad is not going to be present, and neither am I. And it's just going to be a case where no one is going to be there to run the tournament. So there will be no tournament at Lost Legion this month. Uh, however, on the 29th of July, there will be a tournament at the Fabricators Forge in Pittsburgh. And I think that some of us here on the pod are going to try and make it down there. So we'll try and show up and do an invasion, try to win try to win their tournament uh i did i did win the last one i went to she did yes 
Brad Brad has a a gold star, and I think I came in like fourteenth, something like You'll that. You'll win this one, Fred. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I have I have new secret tech. <laughs> I, I do too. It's called Immortal Hulk. He's really good. <laughs> I take your Immortal Hulk and raise you a Hulk Buster. I'm okay. Oh, uh, I am. Is that really your secret tech? Is Hulkbuster? I'm taking out Doctor Strange, um, and well, I'm taking out Ghost Rider and dropping Strange to the five slot because um, Strange didn't. My my Doctor Strange didn't fit as a six. He's good, but he's not six good. Does that make sense? It, it does. Is I he? You're insane. What are you doing? You're insane. You're a madman taking no. out Ghost Rider. And then I'm going to put Hulkbuster in my six. So I can run Hulkbuster, Immortal Hulk, and Blade at 17. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay, I see. Well, uh, that's that's coming up there, everyone. I, I'm sure that some of the folks there listen to this. So you've just, I'm sure. you just outed yourself. I, I just don't care. <laughs> you know me. All gas, no brakes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, now that now that that scheduling is out of the way, hey Brad, is there any Cerebro news that you need to talk about? Yeah, I'm just gonna give a shout out to uh, the big spenders on the Patreon. If you'd like to join the Patreon, go to CerebroMCP.com, or I guess in the apps, and hit the Patreon link on the front page, and for five dollars, your name gets added to the site. So we have a couple new ones here. Oryxter. Um, Brandalorian, which I love that name, Brandalorian. And Cameron42. And then Rusty Brian Dojo DC. Jorgoen. KPI. Glans90. Ghost Bear. Drunk Poet. Mrs. Doubtfire. Good name. X Men seven fourteen. X M Clark running around. Sage, Grissy, Blade fifty five. Malcolm Hall, Kiki four A, Brushnicker, uh, Copper with a K and a zero. Uh, Jello Pirate. That's a good name too. Angus Lafroy, uh, K R. Puskriski, Risti. It's K R P U S K. That's Corpus Christi. Oh, I knew it was you. I just didn't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Corpus Christi. Okay, (laughs) Mister Nick. Never known how to pronounce that. Fatty Maddie with a PH at the beginning. C H Pringles. M C P D X. Joshua. Dante Vallo. Dr. D and Nerd Herder. There's a lot of them. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, folks, for for supporting the the Cerebro MCP. It is a great resource that is only there because of the support of users like you. Uh, well, I'm I actually think that it will probably still be there, but but keep supporting y'all because it's very. It helpful. may not be an app it without the, the site run. It may not be an app without the support of people like you 
And Fred has to get paid. I don't get paid. I don't see any of that. Yes, Brad Brad pays you zero dollars an hour. That's true. And Fred, I I, I have a huge paycheck. Fred, you've been doing so good. I'm going to double your pay. Oh, my God. (laughs) So much more. Uh, Okay, well, uh, everyone, uh, let's move on to the games that we have played recently. So I am, like usual, in the normal state where I have not played a game recently. Uh, Work has been crazy. Okay, so I know that Steven has played a game recently, and I think that he played one today. So how are you... How uh, have you played any games recently, Stephen? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Oh, so, well, tell us about them. Well, um, before I get to the game today, um, listening to the podcast for last week, I did go to Fabricators Forge. You gentlemen were correct. So, oh, okay. Yes, I wanted to ask you about that. Mm-hmm. How did that go? I went one and two, and I was my own worst enemy. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, the trouble I see with me playing is that I get narrow-sighted and I focus on something and I don't look at the larger game. So, uh, second game, uh, I was one and zero and I was playing Bryce who runs the tournaments up there and he was running his Sam Avengers and I had three hammers on Doctor Strange. And I felt pretty safe because I was at 15 points. So I said, oh, wow. okay, okay. Um, no, no, I had three cubes because I took damage and I got power. Excuse me. And then um, I had, um, so I'm thinking I'm pretty safe because I'm away from everybody. And I had Ghost Rider go instead of Doctor Strange. And with Ghost Rider going, he marches Fader Rebel over. I don't have a brace for impact. And he throws size three object at Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange drops all his cubes and he wins the game by getting a point holding a and holding a cube. So Um and it's it sounds like a, a real heartbreaker of an end. I should have gone uh, should have moved away with Strange because he only had Luke Cage and Beta Ray Bill left. Story of my life. I annihilate everybody, right? <laughs> but uh, and I should have moved away with Strange twice and healed. Obviously, he has the heal on himself, and I would have been fine. But no, I didn't. And so I go into my next game against Nick Angelo, who's a very good player, and he is playing Shield. And again, I go up on points, and I get a little bit narrow-sighted. We were playing Gamma and... forget what the other one... Oh, Gamma and... Oh, yeah, uh, Scrolls, because we were at 20 points. I had Voodoo with a scroll. I had Moonlight with a scroll. I had Strange with a scroll. I had Strange and Voodoo hanging out in the back behind a size 3 terrain. Um... Went up uh, five points in the first round, put Iron Fist in the middle, kept him there. But I got a little bit too narrow sighted because all I had to do was like move everybody back to the back point and just score four points to the end. But I didn't do that. So uh, credit to Nick. I mean, he was playing really good. And 
that was the first time I played into shield and with them scoring points when they're down, when somebody dazes or KOs, that kind of caught me off guard too. So in yeah. the end, he, he won 17 to 21. So that tells you how that game went. Oh, wow. Okay. He, 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 he did not like Dr. Strange. And once he got him dazed, he Helios lasered him off yeah. the board. <laughs> he, that's a good tactic is just remove Dr. Strange off the table. Yeah. That's really what you want to do. He is my crutch. So I'm trying to get away from him and not play him as much. So, that's fair. But, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I am someone who does the exact same thing where I get fixated on a certain thing and lose sight of the bigger picture. So I know where you're coming from and I know how heartbreaking it feels when you lose because of it. It, well, it just, yeah, that's the whole thing because, um, playing midnight suns, they are more of an attrition faction than they are a scenario faction in my estimation. Oh, and yeah. you're, you're trying to do what attrition factions do. I find out like with my game today, if I switch factions, um, I'm more focused on the scenario play, which is kind of strange. No pun intended. <laughs> so, okay. so for today's game, I played a gentleman named Chris. Uh, he's part of our group. I haven't played him before. I've seen him at tournaments. Seen him here, but our our paths have never crossed. So, uh, we played a game, and we were playing intrusions and um, and scrolls. And we were playing at 20 points, and he brought Hellfire Club with Emberfrost, uh, Lizard, and Blob, Cassandra Nova, and Ulick, and I brought Red Skull Cabal with Omega Red, Mr. Sinister, Bullseye, uh, Hood, and Baron Mordo. So it's my Mystic Cabal. Those are two very interesting lists. Yeah. Those are really interesting. Well, so how'd I, that go? I ended up winning. Um, All right. And the thing is, Mr. Sinister actually brought in, uh, he had tased and then KO'd my bullseye. But every other character I had on the board was healthy. Um, and then Mr. Sinister got enough um, tokens because I was using cloning banks. Teddy brought a Baron Zemo. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. nice. So things were kind of um, kind of spicy after that. Um, I didn't bring Zemo until turn five, but still, Sinister was uh, Sinister seemed to be doing a lot more than he uh, wanted him to do, and. Um, Omega Red did a lot of annoying things. Red Skull got off his big attack, which stunned people, uh, especially Ulick and uh, and uh, Cassandra Nova, who needs power anyway. And then with that, I moved up Omega Red, not doing any attacks, just moved them up, so they got poisoned. So Ulick gains two power in the power phase. Well, stun makes him only gain one. And then poison means he doesn't gain that power because it's wicked away by the poison. And Cassandra Nova has trouble generating power anyway, so that kind of 
So that kind of crippled him. So I, I'm really liking running Red Skull with Sinister and Omega Red. That seems pretty solid, actually. And Sinister with Beams is really, really good in uh, Red Skull Cabal. So. Okay. And Hood was healing everybody because he would shoot, get his rapid fire, do one damage. You know, he gains gains power for that, right? And then he gets another power because of Skull. And then all of a sudden he's at like, you know, off one shot, he's at four power. And then he has, you know, then I shoot some more and then people are within three. And I'm like, I heal you for three. I heal you for three. I heal you for three. It, it, you know, Hood... Sin- Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Fine, go ahead with your hood. Uh, hood is great. I really like Hood. Every time I brought him, he he does work. He does three points worth of work, without yeah. question, in yeah. keeping things alive and in doing damage to the opponent. I know that Brandon does not think well of him. <laughs> like he 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 does not like him at all. But I think Hood is definitely worth the trouble. Yeah, the only other character he tased was uh, Omega Red, and that was like the fifth round or something like that. But uh, we called the game because, you know, I had to do the podcast with you guys, of course. But he had a dazed Emma Frost and a dazed Cassandra Nova left, and I had six models on the board with uh, all of them healthy with some damage on them, and then a dazed Omega Red. Oh, my Goodness. Yeah, I do. It's like the power generation you get with Skull is just amazing. Yeah. So. All right. I you to do a lot of things. That sounds like fun. Well, Brad, do you have any games that you've played recently that you want to talk about? I played a game of Shatterpoint last night. Okay. How did that go? Uh, It was fun. I played against Michael. Michael has three models for the game, so he borrowed a couple of mine. Uh, <laughs> he has Ahsoka. Oh, he has four models, I guess. He has Ahsoka, and he has Bad Guy Mandalorians. And then uh, he borrowed Anakin, Rex, and the Five of First. And I played my Mando list. Uh, it's Asajj Ventress, um, Bo-Katan, and Clan Crees, and Maul, Gar Saxon, and the Super Commandos. And uh, I have figured out this game. This game's easy to win. Because I won last night. All right, what's night. the secret? The secret is whoever, secret? whoever has the most Mandalorians wins. Oh my goodness. Okay. And if you have the same number I mean, of Mandalorians, it's sense. a 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> the only game I've lost uh well I've lost two games, but one we were just playing the starter set. We had the same number of Mandos and I lost. And then the other game I lost, my opponent had more Mandalorians than me. I guess that tracks mathematically. Yeah. That makes sense, I guess. You have to bring Mandos to win. Yep. That's just the way the game is. I am going to hop in here with a disclaimer and say to everyone listening that that is definitely not the case. (laughs) But uh, Mandos are good. Mandos are good. You you have some Mandalorians. I do have some Mandalorians. 
I feel like I'm being a, a, a wet blanket all of a sudden. I apologize. Fred, don't go to the dark side. I know. <laughs> this is actually the only game where Fred is going to play the good guys. I know. I'm playing a. I'm playing the no. Republic. I'm not playing uh, Shatterpoint in general. I like Shatterpoint. It's a good game. It is a, it's good, a good game. game. It's, it's it's not going to replace MCP. Right. Yeah. We were talking about this last no. night. Two different people asked me if I like Shatterpoint more than MCP, and I said no. Is but, that partially because of your affinity towards the... Uh, source material for Marvel. It, it's a little. It... It's a little bit of both. That and I think the game is just better. You okay. you, you know what would cement Brad in playing Shatterpoint over MCP? What? If it had mutants? <laughs> no, I'd still play MCP. If they both had mutants, I would definitely play MCP. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right uh uh well those were the games that we've played recently uh was there anything else that we needed to talk about before we brought up our uh the person that we're covering today i can't think of anything so i think you got i think uh, you got everything we discussed before the cast i think i did so let us begin talking about dr strange sorcerer supreme otherwise known as Stephen Vincent Strange. Uh, he is a... Uh, he has six stamina on both of his sides. He moves medium, which is good because he's on a bigger base than normal. Uh, I think he's on a medium-sized base. He is size two, and he is threat five. His defensive stats are three physical, three energy, and five mystic. And... Brad, why don't you cover his attack suite? Uh, his first attack is Mystic. The Baleful Bolts of Balthak is range 3, 5 dice, 0 cost. It's a uh, builder, so does po gains power equal damage dealt, and it has Wild Pierce. His next attack is Physical. It's called Deadly Daggers of Davaroth. It is range 5, Six power cost uh, six strength, cost one power. Uh, it says it's physical, but you actually get to choose the type. Any any of the three, physical, energy, or mystic. And after it deals damage, uh, they gain the poison special condition. And then the last attack is mystic shining circle of the seraphim. It is area two, seven strength, six uh, power. Allied characters in range of this attack do not suffer damage from this attack. Uh, wild cleanse. After this attack is resolved, remove one special condition from this character and each allied character within range two. And wild block. Uh, after each attack is resolved, Remove one damage from this character and each ally character within two of it. So it's an attack that heals. It is interesting. All right, uh, Steven, why don't you cover the rest of the card? Okay. So we have an active superpower. 
called Scapel of Strange. It will cost you four power. Choose this character or a, uh, or a character within two and place it within three of its current position. The character can be placed by the superpower only once per turn. And then we have innate superpowers, four of them. First is Chosen of the Shante. During the power phase, this character gains two additional power. Then we have the Eye of Agamotto. This character can modify and re-roll skull fail dice results. This character may re-roll all of its attack or defense dice once per attack. Then we have the uh, Mystic Armor of Strange. When this character is defending against a, an energy or a mystic attack for each wild in the defense roll, it may change one of the attacker's crit, wild, or hit results to a blank. This character gains one power for each die changed this way. And last but not least, he has flight. So that is quite a bit of interesting technology on one card. So uh, I guess uh, what... So you, Steven, I know you have a, a lot of a practice with the other version of Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So what what is your take here? Like, why would someone choose this version of Doctor Strange over the other one? Uh, it all comes down to whether you uh, put more emphasis on defense. Uh, I'm going to cut you off, Steven. Uh, you, you're breaking up quite a bit. You're breaking up real bad. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Am I, I good now? I cut you off so bad. Uh, you, talk a little bit more. Uh, uh, it, it all depends on whether uh, you want defense or offense. The okay. yeah, original you're, you're strange. Now. The original strange is very defensive minded. Um, this one is very offensive minded. So that's the that's the great okay. difference. Okay. Okay. Uh this one seems like he he also I guess they both do. But uh this one seems like he has an awful lot of power, like he needs a lot of power to function. Right. Well, um and on strange uh Doctor Strange the original your healing is from a superpower, okay? Mm-hmm. Your displacement is from an attack, where this is just the opposite, where your healing is from a very expensive spender, and Completely. you have to have people, yeah, you have to have people around you. Now, granted, it does take off um, special conditions, but you have to get those triggers, so it's not a sure thing. And then his displace and his displacement is a superpower. Okay. So therein lies the difference. So this displacement will always happen. Okay. If you have four power and you want somebody to be placed, then you place them. But if you want to heal, then you have to have six power and then you have to hit, hit triggers where it's the opposite with the other strange. Uh, okay. It's on, it's on his, uh, his builder, Right. And you have to do damage to move them. That's the trigger. But his heal, if you have three power, you will heal somebody for three. Although he can only use it once per turn. Okay. Okay. Um, that's a. I'm glad that you summed up that difference. That was very helpful. Uh, 
I I'm having a lot of trouble part I, I, I can I be honest I've never played this character and I've never seen him on the table and I haven't really read him very deeply until just now so I'm having I'm trying to put together what he, he he seems like he's a bit of a big toolbox he's he's a bit of a toolbox who uh, uh, okay um, I'm gonna open the the discussion what what do you feel like this character brings to the table Brad well uh, I tend to value offense over defense when I play so I personally like this Doctor Strange better um, having said that I'm not gonna play either strange but uh, I think it's cool I think you never do the big spender um, that you you do his first two attacks scalpel is probably the best thing on his card uh, yeah and Mystic Armor seems real good if you can make sure that that's the, what you're getting hit with. Um, which means probably in Convocation he gets played a lot. Right. He's kind of the de facto leader when you take Convocation. He's the person with the bar with no doors. Yeah. Well, he he's... When you take Convocation... Um, I mean, you want somebody who can stick around, and he's the one who can stick around the best, per se, unless you have Wong way in the back, obviously. But um, with the Mystic Armor of Strange and the Ironbound books, he becomes very hard to take off the table. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have a question. Uh, so one, another thing that I've noticed is this one, this Doctor Strange does not have the ability to take a a stone an infinity stone right which the other one has the ability excuse me has the ability to take the time stone or and, the soul stone or the soul stone right and uh this one also does does this one have the ability to use the the one card the seven sons of cinnabus no or does he does not he does not oh boy okay this is Doctor Strange, not Doctor Strange, Source of Supreme. And for him to be able to use that card, it would have to say Stephen Vincent Strange. Oh, for, I see. For, okay. for both of them to use it. Just like Modoc's cards that came out recently. Right. Where it says George Tarleton. Right. It has to say their alternate alias's name to mm -hmm. if. Yeah, the name that's shared between the two cards. Tony Stark with Helios Laser, right? So. Right. So, uh, I gotta be honest. I think that that's a big mark against this one. I think it's uh, the fact that... It, does he have any tactics cards at all? That are, I guess he's got all of Convocation. Right. And the, the Convocation that, cards are all very like techy and very interesting, but they are spread across the entire Convocation faction. Right. So, I mean, he, those cards can support your whole squad very, very well, obviously. So, yeah. But, so this, uh, this guy is definitely more of a control character 
like this guy is about moving your models and your opponent's models to where you want them to be. Well, not necessarily. I not mean, necessarily. Okay. He can't do it for. I, I mean, guess, yeah. It, I guess it's it's four power each. It's time, four so. power, so it's it's yeah. very certain that you're going to move somebody, but you have to make sure that that's the person you want to move. Right. Okay. Yeah. I keep coming like, up with plans for him, and the plans keep not working. And, so, and, uh, and you have to look at the range on it. It says a character within two. Right. Range two. Yeah. Okay. Like, for example, I ran Mr. Sinister. He has the power fun little play things, right? For two power, a character within three of him, you get to advance them short. Now, yeah. you can only do it once per turn. Uh, on Mr. Sinister, and he can do this multiple times per round, but that's going to cost you eight power at least to do two characters, and you'll have to generate power some other way to do three. Right, and, and this we just did Cassandra Nova, who has an attack on her card that costs one power that lets her move a character to where, like, she can advance a character how she wants to. Right. I mean... We were pretty down on her, and that's an that's great. I guess it's only enemy, and this can move friendlies. I think, I think this is probably used mostly for friendlies. Uh, I would say enemies if you're contesting a point, right? I mean, yeah, I, I guess it's it's uh, uh, situational. Situational. Yep. But yep. Um, for the stone question that you had, I don't think he has a stone because he's already gaining two additional power. Yeah, he gets two free power every. Uh, he gets he starts every turn with three. He's Hulk. He he has Hulk's power generation. Right. Can we can we address the fact that this art on the front of the card he actually looks like a flasher. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I, well, I, now I, have... I can't not see it. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, I had somebody play him into me, and for some reason I said, "Oh, you're running bad touch, strange." So, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> it fits though, right? Yeah, I mean... it does. <laughs> oh no, Brad, you've been pretty quiet. Uh, uh, is do you have anything else to add here about Doctor Strange? Sorcerer I mean, Supreme? not really. Yeah, I've I've uh, I just lack experience with him. I I've never played against him, and I've never put him on the table. So, well, I'm you haven't impressed. you haven't I'm gone against Convocation, right? I have played against Convocation once, I, and the person who was playing it used Clea as the leader. It was uh, it was less actually, I and it was at a tournament, and he absolutely annihilated me. And like I, it was a case where I would just had no idea what was happening, and then I was dead. Everything I had was gone. Though so I have played against Convocation, it's just they were complicated and destroyed me. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's usually the um, the fulcrum for for that team, but apparently I, less. I don't, I don't think that less was playing him in the game that I played against him. Apparently Les had a plan for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was real bad for me. Well, um 
Are we ready to give him a letter grade? To give Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme? I think I, I am. I am, sure. Okay. Well, Stephen, why don't you start us off? I, I think you know the most about him as I, a character. Um, B minus. B minus. Okay. B, B minus. That sounds fair. Uh, I was going to give him a C plus. Uh, yeah, a C plus. Uh, Brad, what are you going to give him? It's a B for me. A B. Okay. You're yeah. the highest. I don't, I don't value him. Like the other strange, I value more. He's higher on my grading scale. Okay, I know that uh, you've used him quite a bit against me, <laughs> he, and, and to high effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he's quite a workhorse for me in there. Where he, I, he has no except if he's in complication, but he has no personal tactics cards. Um, he can't. I I love the defense dice that you can give. From the other strange to somebody within three, that's money on somebody like Iron Fist, right? Right. So. Uh, okay, I've got a question. Do you guys think that we should cover all of the, uh, all of the no. tactics cards for convocation? Absolutely not. Maybe just maybe just one. The like, bar with no doors. Just give like a real quick once over of some of them. No, just do the bar with no doors because okay. that's right. the most important. Okay, uh, uh, I've got to pull it up here, so give me just a second. Uh, the bar with no doors. All right. So, as it loads, uh, so the bar with no, no doors has two separate uh, sides to it, and uh, when you would pick the convocation affiliation. Uh, you get to add it you get to add this card in addition to your normal allotment so this is like your sixth card uh in your tactics card so it's interesting in that regard and uh you can either play it on one side or the other uh and the character that plays it has to pay may spend one power uh may spend a power to flip the card oh that was a lot to go through God, mm -hmm. this is a complicated card. <laughs> okay. That's so why we're only doing one. <laughs> right, right. So the first side is called the Moons of Moonapur, uh, and it says, when an allied character makes a mystic attack against a character without an activated token, it may re-roll one of its attack dice. When an allied character without an activated token makes a defense roll, it may re-roll one of its attack dice. So that, I, I, so that helps you early in the turn because uh, things are less likely to have activated tokens. Fred, and you, then you made a little mistake. You said oh, reroll one of its attack dice for the last part. It's reroll one of your one, defense dice. One of its defense dice. Okay, sorry. My mistake. No, that's fine. My mistake. Uh, and then on the other side, it says the circle of the cosmos power. Uh, and when an allied character suffers damage from an enemy effect... After the effect is resolved, you may place it within range one of its current position. A character may be placed by this leadership ability only once per turn. Huh. So it's a reactive bump. Yeah, you get to bump when you take damage. Which can be, um, which can be helpful 
in like if somebody is at range four, right, and they attack you and do two or three damage, and you can say I'm buffing out, so they can't attack you twice, right? right. Except those pesky midnight suns <laughs> who just bump right into you. Right, exactly. So, like on a medium base like this guy has, that's that's pretty spectacular, actually. Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay. Uh, so that's that is the bar with no doors, uh, and I will just say that Convocation has a bunch of other cards that are situationally useful that all Convocation card players have access to, that do some interesting things, and that is why. Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme does not gain any does not have any of his own personal tactics cards. God Convocation is hard to talk about. They're hard to talk about. Because you have no. to factor so many things into each one. <laughs> yeah, and they're definitely a thinking man's um They're a smart faction and I'm affiliation. Yeah. I'm I'm over here swinging a big stick. Throw a hulk at it, that's my answer. Right. <laughs> for those of no, us who ahead. want to be intellectually challenged this that would be the that would be the affiliation we should play bread smash <laughs> okay brad what uh do you know uh what is a comic book that you recommend that contains dr strange sorcerer supreme oh just a single comic book Tell me about some comic book recommendations that you have. Oh, okay. Well, if it was only going to be Jeez, one Pena. issue, it was going to be the second issue of the second series I'm going to talk about. Okay. But if I can talk about more than that, I'll talk about both series. I'll the talk about both series because I want to hear about all of them. Hey, okay. uh, The first one's called Doctor Strange, The Oath. Um... It's by Brian K. Vaughn, which, um, if you're a comic reader out there, you probably have heard of. Uh, Marcos Martin and Javier Rodriguez. Um, actually, one of Brian K. Vaughn's... I'm not going to finish that, because I'm not 100% sure that he wrote that, now that I think about it. Oh, okay. I, I think one of his recently became a TV series... Um, but I'm not 100% sure that was him. That might have been someone else. Anyway, this series, uh, Doctor Strange, The Oath, is, um, Doctor Strange has this elixir, and he's planning to use the elixir to save Wong, because Wong is dying. And then, um, a guy shows up and shoots Doctor Strange, because he wants the elixir. Uh, and then and stuff unfolds from there. I don't like to give too many spoilers. I don't like to give too many spoilers because uh, I want you guys to read them. But it's an interesting oh, okay. story. Yeah. It's got pretty good art. And talking about art brings me to my second series. Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom Trial and Torment. It's by Roger Stern and Mike Mignola. Uh, I said the last one had good art, but this one has way better art. Um, 
it's from the same artist that does Hellboy. If you're familiar with Hellboy. If you're not, become familiar with Hellboy. It's very, very good. And the art's great. But Strange and Doom team up and enter Hell. Uh, they're trying to rescue the soul of Dr. Doom's mother from Mephisto. Uh, if you're only going to read one of these stories, you should read this one. It's got really nice art and it's got a good story. And people love Dr. Doom, right? <laughs> I know nothing about him. I know very little about these characters. Uh, I just don't know about them. Dr. Dr. Doom. Megalomaniac has his own country. Uh, great character. One of the best villains in comic books. Arch nemesis of Reed Richards. The, one of the greatest villains of the Marvel Universe also. And uh, Molecule Man, Doctor Doom, and Doctor Strange are the ones left holding the keys to the universe at one point in time. All right. Gosh, this, it, Marvel is so just... It can be so incredibly... Uh, just impenetrable oh. sometimes. Out no. there? Yeah. Well, I mean, I understand like the cosmic side of things, but I, I like the real stories that take place on the street level. So, Yeah, I kind of do too. <laughs> but Doctor Strange kind of bridges that gap. So, Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, uh, is it, uh, do you have another one there, Brad? Nope, that was it. Just the two. That was it. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. So, Brandon is not here. So, do either one of you want to tell me a list to bring Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme in that is not Convocation? Uh, Red Skull Cabal. Red Skull Cabal. Okay. Give him extra power. Give him extra power. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, what else? You need power for this character to operate, right? So, right. You know, if you want to get off that that place, and Red Skull compliments him because he gives him power, and also Red Skull can place him. Um, you do a sneaky trick and do. Um, cosmic invigoration with Red Skull to activate him twice to get him more power so he can move more people. Can't, so, d does that only work for Cabal characters? No, nope. it's a Red Skull card. Oh, okay. And Red Skull pays two, and the character he targets pays two, and then you remove the activated token, roll three dice on a hit critter wild on any dice, it'll take you damage, so they can take up to three damage. So. Got to be a little bit careful, but... Um, okay, that... God, have I been sleeping on Red Skull? Because that sounds incredible. I used it tonight with Mr. Sinister. <laughs> that sounds it's like an incredible ability. Yeah. Okay. So okay. so activating him twice could be a dangerous thing, right? Right. Especially right. if you get enough power that you can heal people off of it and take conditions away. 
like I, I like I like using cosmic invigoration when I know I'm not going to have priority next turn so that I can effectively have more people on the battlefield. You know what I mean? By activating yeah, yeah. somebody twice. Right. And and that allowed Mr. Sinister to get more genetic tokens and then on the um, on the power face he brought in Zemo. So it's just like having another person again. So All right. That that sounds like a pretty good affiliation to bring Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme in. People sleep on Red Skull. He's not that bad. It's I just I just think everybody looks at the Captain America and saving power and it's like, well, I'd rather attack and get more power. So Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, um the only thing left is my non sequitur recommendation. So uh when I think of Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme, I think about a wizard. I think about a wizard in the at the height of his power. Uh, and so I want to talk about a book series that I am a huge fan of that has not had a major uh, iteration of... Uh, it has not had... It is not finished, and it has not ha come out with a major book since, I think, 2011. Uh, but I'm waiting with bated breath for the final book in the series. And that is The King Killer Chronicles by Patrick Rothfuss. Uh, starting with The Name of the Wind and then followed up by Wise Man's Fear. This is a story about a, I guess I want to say a wizard, but he's really a bard if you want to really parse it out. But he's, it, it, it does an incredible job of setting the rules for how magic works and having it make sense in a way that is surprising it's almost like a science in this book series and it's a it's an exciting book series it's extremely well written and very interesting and i highly recommend it and that will be that's the end of my non-sequitur recommendation that is the king killer chronicles by patrick rothfuss is there anything else you guys want to talk about today or are we about to call it a day I'll take your 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 crippling silence at Day. the end of the episode. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I I I've enjoyed it. I've had fun tonight. Uh, everyone out there, go play some games. I don't I, I don't if you really want to bring Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme, then go ahead. He sounds like he's good with uh, convocation, but otherwise, I'm not blown away. So uh, have fun out there, everyone.